listeners, good evening and how was your day? Thanks for joining me on another episode of What Do You Think? I am Okwe Sanyolu. Dear Lord, we thank you for all you've done for us and all you still have in store for us. We thank you for keeping us till this day. Dear Lord, we ask for the mystery of your word to be unraveled to us tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Tonight we'll be taking a look at Genesis chapter 4 from verse 1 to 5 as we discuss Criterion. Genesis chapter 4 verse 1, I read from the New International Version. Adam made love to his wife, Eve, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, With the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Although Adam made love to his wife and she was pregnant, yet Eve still acknowledged that it was God that helped her to bring forth. If conception and childbearing was simply through lovemaking, then none would have delays in childbearing. But God is in charge, and it is only through his help that we are able to conceive and bring forth. I pray for everyone looking up to God for the fruit of the womb and even in other issues of life that tonight you receive help from the Lord in Jesus name. Amen. So, no matter what you do, only the Lord can make it fruitful. It is the Lord that blesses without adding sorrow. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 to 7 says, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planted anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now, one thing that strikes me from that verse is Eve's acknowledgement of God's involvement. Remember they were chastised in chapter 3. Yet she knew that God still cared for her and he was still involved in her life. Now, I also salute her courage and strength. Being the first woman on earth to conceive and give birth, I mean, that was no small feat. No one to tell her what to expect. No ultrasound scan. No antenatal class, no primary health care center, not even a midwife. 
All she had was God and her husband. Indeed, it was with the help of the Lord that she brought forth. She was the pioneer childbearer. Dear listener, God is the one that cares for us. Even when you go through tough times and it seems you are the only one, but rest assured, God's got your back. Only God can bless our ideas and business and bring it to fruitfulness. He is the God of fruitfulness and multiplication. Genesis chapter 4 verse 2 says, Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. From that verse, the first thing we'll consider is the employment of Cain and Abel. They both had an occupation. Remember, Cain and Abel were the first set of children in the world. And the world at that time belonged to their parents only. So everything was practically theirs. They could have chosen not to work, yet their parents did not bring them up in idleness. I guess Adam remembered that the first thing that was committed to him after receiving the breath of life was the assignment to name the animals. Their listeners no matter how influential or well they will become in this life, our children must be taught the value of work. Okay. So Abel kept flocks while Cain worked the soil. In contemporary parlance, we'll say Abel studied animal science while Cain studied crop science, both in the faculty of agriculture where their father was staying. So we'll move to Genesis chapter 4, verse 3, or read to verse 4a. It says, in the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions, from some of the firstborn of his flock. In the process of time, in the course of time, probably at the end of the year or month or week or a special day, whatever date it was, it was a particular time that each of them decided to bring an offering to the Lord. It was a good idea, which I think might have stemmed from the teachings they had received from their parents. I mean, someone must have told them that God exists and that it is good to worship him. Dear listeners, it is good to bring our children in nurture and admonition of the Lord so that when they are capable of acting for themselves, they may of their own accord surrender their lives to Jesus.
I'd like us to note that the offerings were of their own accord. Remember, the laws had not yet been given concerning various forms of offering and the purpose for each. But Adam and uh, Abraham and Cain, sorry, simply felt that they should bring back to the Lord, the one who gave them the increase in the first place. Now, the rest of us all are resources. It's as if it was asked to begin with. Yes, I know you worked hard, you studied hard, you put in all your efforts to get to where you are today. Fine. But have you ever thought of those who did the same things you did? I mean, they studied, they worked hard, they were diligent, they even added prayer and fasting, and yet they never got the same results as you have today. Isn't that a pointer that it was God's deliberate choice to bless you and grant you increase? So why do you find it reluctant to give back to God and to others? So we move to verse 4b, now we through to 5a. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering he did not look with favor. Now the King James Version says, the Lord had respect unto Abel and his offering. Now the Lord looked with favor on who? Or what? Yes, on who? Was it on who or on what that he had no respect? It was on who again. Now, God does not prefer barbecue to fruit salad. It is not about the offering. Rather, it is about the offeree. Yeah. There has been some school of thought about God preferring animals to plants. Well, in my view, God made both items. He made both occupations. In fact, in the Mosaic dispensation, first fruits was a form of worship. So, like, let's take the scenario. If I am in the health line, it is only rational that I bring my offerings from what I earn as a health worker. And you as a police officer also bring your offerings from your earnings as a law enforcement officer. So if for some reasons I don't get blessed in return for my offering, will it then be okay to infer that God prefers discharge and bail to test and diagnosis? wrong what was the criterion for the acceptance and the rejection now we'll go back to the issue of what the Hebrew word used in that passage to mean offering is the word minha which means 
an offering of devotion and commitment. It is not the same thing as a sacrifice. It also means a voluntary offering or donation. And it was usually bloodless most times. So that dispels the idea that God preferred Abel because he brought an animal as an offering. Minha is an offering with no specific requirements. So there was no specification for what they were supposed to bring. It was voluntary. And in fact, Deuteronomy 26 verse 2 says, Take some of the first fruits of all that you produce from the soil of the land the Lord is giving you and put them in a basket. So even God commanded bringing first fruits. So whether fruits or whether animal, I don't think that was the criterion for the acceptance or rejection of the offering. So now that we have cleared that, We'll move on to the issue of who. That is, why did God accept Abel and reject Cain? I mean, what was the criterion? Now, the first thing I would like us to consider tonight is God's sovereign choice. God is God. He is the one who decided that Esau the elder will save Jacob the younger. In Romans chapter 9 verse 15 to 16, it says to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So it is then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that shews mercy. So it is the same God who raised Pharaoh and added his act for destruction. He has the ultimate and exclusive right to choose Abel instead of Cain without you and I's permission. Indeed, our God is a mystery. Now, in my search on what could have led to the, what, what was the criteria and what led to the acceptance or rejection, my attention was drawn to the faith concept. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists, Trust and that it rewards those who earnestly seek him. Faith. Without it, it is impossible to please God. So, it is safe to infer that one did something with faith, the other did not do it with faith, and so God was pleased. Hebrews 11 chapter 4 says, By faith, 
Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. So it was God that spoke well of Abel's offerings. He did it by faith. Now, here comes the great difference. So we can deduce that Abel had faith and his acts of offering involved faith. This made me realize that faith affects all we do, especially unto the Lord. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Wow. It means if you give all your living like the widow in the New Testament, or you give your only son like Abraham, or pray for 24 hours or bury your head in between your knees as you pray like Elijah, or even fast for 40 days like Moses. If faith is not involved, it is not acceptable. Summarily tonight, we have discovered that whatever we do, faith must be involved for it too pleasing to God and God alone has the final say. He receives the exclusive right to choose who and what pleases him. But it is my prayer that we will always find ourselves on God's favor list in Jesus name. Amen. In my opinion, if only Cain knew that faith was a possible criterion for the acceptance of his offering, he would have done something about it. What do you think? Dear God, you reign over all. Your sovereignty is unquestionable. We ask for the faith to please you in all we do. Please let all our actions, even to our fellow humans, be as unto you, O Lord. We pray for the grace to offer our lives as living sacrifices that is acceptable to you. And we pray that we will continually remain on your favor list in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in into the program. Thank you, my dear producer, Emmanuel. Tentables is now available in print. You can also get the e-version from Amazon. Please send your opinions and comments on WhatsApp. Plus 234 
3600 or the GSL FM Facebook page. You can also invite others to listen to the program by sharing the links. And until we meet next time, I am Okbaisa Yolo. Stay blessed.